Hi, Closing Deals and Heels here. I was hoping to meet you. Yes, you. I am here to add to your personal development growth and change your life. I have grown a multi-billion dollar recruiting business. They say I'm an empire builder, growth coach for mortgage loan officers nationwide, nominated most powerful woman in mortgage banking by National Professional Mortgage Magazine. With me, you'll find a mixture of interviews with some of the most driven personal development hunters I have ever met. Moments of self-healing, guided meditations, and quick boosts of motivation. My biggest hope is that you leave each podcast with new life and the willpower to go out to the world and chase your divine purpose. Do we have a deal? Closing Deals in Heels is back with another episode. Guys, we are here with the the man, the myth, the legend, Nathan Fitzgerald. Nathan is one of our Annie Mac branch managers. Um, He is located just outside the DC metro area, um, covering the state of Maryland. Nathan and his team, not only serving the real estate community, helping first-time homebuyers get into homes, helping long-term investors build their wealth through real estate, he continues to shine as one of our top leaders, one of our top producers, and he continues to not only amaze us by his tenacity and his ability to come up against adversity and truly harness it and use it as a launching pad in his business. I've come to really admire Nathan, not only as a father, as a husband, a father of four, a a husband to amazing Mercedes, who I have had the pleasure of of really getting to know and understanding where their hearts come from as um, a a couple, a, a husband and wife who walk their faith with Christ and continue to rise above the odds. So here we are in a market where let's be honest, you know, the the real estate industry is not what it was in 2020 and not what it was in 2021, right? We we wish we could snap our fingers and go back there, but reality is is what goes up must come down. So today, we're going to be diving a little bit deeper inside of how to overcome those hurdles, right? Some of the levels of diversity and how to still get ahead of the curve, especially when you have a company that is behind you providing some incredible tools and ways for us to be able to not only preach from a place that have, has always been consistent, but being able to come, on with, come out with some new tools and new resources that really speak to the heartfelt needs of our audiences. Um, so Nathan, Nathan and I met on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, Nate, I think it was how many years ago? How long have you been with Annie Mac? So we just we just passed four years. Wow. So yeah. I knocked on his door. I planted a seed with Nathan on LinkedIn, and he was like, "Hey, you know, I well, maybe you tell the story, Nate." When I first reached out, like, where were you in life, and what were you thinking? So. You know, I, I, I get recruiting calls all the time, um, so I, and I'm usually very quick to, sh- to shut those conversations down. Um, and I, I don't know, there was something, there was something different about your approach. Uh, you didn't kind of come at me with, hey, we have all these amazing things. Are you open to talking? It was, it was actually quite the opposite approach. And uh, I was like, hey, I see you're doing some amazing things. I'd love to learn more about what you're doing. And so it just became more of a mastermind kind of conversation where we could learn from each other. It was just a very fresh and different approach at the time. I never 
been encountered from that perspective. And so I felt, well, what's the harm in having a conversation? I really wasn't looking to move. I was, I was content and happy uh, where I was. And it was through a series of discussions that we ended up having um, that I started to realize that I was missing out. Mm. And um, so again, it wasn't about bragging about what you know, you had versus, you know, what I had, it was really just through information sharing. And through that information sharing, I started to realize that, um, that maybe, maybe I wasn't at the right place. Mm. And Nathan's super, super humble, but he was the number one LO at his company at the time. Um, I remember you said something to me that, you know, I think we've, as top performers, we sometimes find ourselves where we look around and we say, okay, who is outperforming me? Who is, in a seat that I desire to be in, who is doing things maybe more efficiently and in a way that I look up to. And when we look around a room and we don't have anybody in that room, we know it's time to move on to the next room because we want to be able to constantly, I don't want to say chase the heels of that person above us, but at least someone where we, where we could say, wow, I'm in a room full of sharks and I want to constantly better myself and, and learn from that. So I felt like in our conversations, like you had a really great thing going. And when you joined, I mean, you, I remember you said in one of, one of our branch managers meetings at our sales summit this past year, you were like, when I onboarded, I had the best transition month, like the best production month during my transition month of my career. Right? Like that's not many yeah. people can say that. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, having now been in the business for over a dozen years and, you know, there's lots of, uh, you know, turnover and changes, especially in markets like this, you know, people start to reassess where they are and if they're in the right place and, and transition is really, really hard. Uh, even if it's a great company, it's just hard. It's just new ways of doing things, mm. but that wasn't my experience. Uh, my, my transition was actually super smooth. And as you pointed out, it was one of my best months ever. So it was, it, it really, it really, took me by surprise. It was, a, it was a pleasant surprise. Well, I'm so glad you had that confirmation too in making that decision because a lot of times you jump and you're like, did I make the right jump? Did I jump at the right time? Am I, am I in the right seat? Um, that's beautiful. So let's talk a little bit about how you are overcoming this new market and some of the new ways that you are facing building business, um, some of the different ways that you have approached your referral partners, how you're educating. Um, by the way, guys, if you're not following Nathan on social media, can you, can you share with everybody your Instagram name? Sure. It's a uh, mortgage fits mortgage fits. They are so creative. And whenever I'm having a bad day, I go to your page for a giggle. I'm not going to lie <laughs> because it is hilarious. The stuff you come up with, and I want to know who comes up with it all because it is, it, it's just phenomenal and it keeps your audience's attention. Um, so anyway, back to like what you guys are doing that's different and new, what would be some of those like key foundations, those bullet points that you would share with our audience right now? So, you know, I think that, you know, this is just kind of a life lesson. So whenever adversity comes your way, um, I think sometimes you just have to reassess and, and you have to do a lot of inward um, looking and, and see what is it, what is it within your control that you can change because you can't change a lot of what's happening around you. So what you can change is your own attitude on things. Um, you can change, you know, the day-to-day -day activities. And so, 
you know, on a granular level, you, you need to examine, okay, am I doing the right things? Am I doing the right activities? Do I need to reassess? You know, you still, from there, I think, you know, you start masterminding, start looking at people who are doing it better than you and, and start dissecting that and try to learn from that and say, okay, what are they doing that I'm not doing? And is there, you know, is there a common ground there? Uh, so again, I think, you know, these are times where, you know, I've been doing a lot of masterminding, having a lot of discussions from other producers that, that I admire and that I respect uh, to try to figure out what can I be doing differently. And, um, and then you got to reinvent yourself, right? I think that if you're trying to be different, if you're trying to set, a, set yourself apart as being someone different, you got to be different. And so trying to identify those opportunities where you can be different. Um, so I think where a lot of people will constantly be trying to do is they'll just try to focus on doing what other people do. And in, 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 in so doing that, you're actually making it more difficult for yourself uh, because you're, you're, you're just trying to be like the masses. And so you're going against differentiation. So I think you need to examine and try to look at where are the opportunities to be different, to differentiate yourself. And, um, and so one of those areas that, that we decided to focus on was social media. We just really believe that that's an area that we needed to, to put more focus on. We think that's the wave of the future. And so that's been a journey in and of itself. One thing you guys do so well is you educate and you teach and you sprinkle in humor and you sprinkle in kind of what's relevant to today. And one of the things that I really love that you've embraced is our cash offer real estate certifications and our cash buyer program. Um, can you share for our realtors listening, for our home buyers listening, and our loan officers listening for each of those audiences, like how is that changing the game for you and revolutionizing the way that you're doing business? Yeah, so you know, in a market that is that has been so competitive over the past couple of years, and I think that's really what birthed these products. Um, and and as we look at inventory and and the and the lack thereof, and and just looking at future outcasts and seeing that that's going to be a, a problem for a while, this is a huge problem solve for that because just knowing that you're going to be up against multiple offers, again, speaking to that differentiation, like how are you going to be different on a very practical level? You submit an offer, you're up against five, 10, 20 people. How is your client's offer going to be different? And so these two programs differentiate immediately. Um, so it's, it's, you know, whether I'm talking to a client and trying to convince them why I should be their lender, whether I'm talking to a realtor, and whether or not they should be working with me as their partner, um, or if I'm talking to a loan officer and talking about differentiation and how are di how are you differentiating yourself in your market, you know it hits all three because again you're putting each one of those parties in a position to differentiate. Um, you're solving that problem for them so that they have the opportunity to have a louder voice. Um, now, if they're good at what they do, whether they're a great client, whether you're a great realtor, or whether you're a great loan officer then they're just going to rise to the top. So you're, you're, we're, we're kind of being put in that position to be able to rise to the top. So, okay, that's on a very 30,000 you know, uh, foot view of, of why I like the program. But what is the program? Well, you're up against multiple offers, especially if you're dealing with lots of offers. In, in this market, we're starting to see a lot of cash offers. And, you know, I've read some very interesting statistics to find that roughly 30% of transactions in all of the United States for mortgage, trans or I'm sorry, for housing transactions are cash. And I thought, 
that's impossible. How is that even possible? But that's because we're in the mortgage world. But that is a reality. Now with our cash program, we can actually be submitting cash offers. So again, you know, from a seller's perspective, cash just says something different. It's, it's, it's an immediate attention grab. Um, obviously, the actual offer itself needs to be a good offer. So again, if your clients are making strong and good offers, you add to an element of cash, it's, it's virtually unbeatable. So, I mean, again, it just puts me as a loan officer in a completely different playing field. I think that this is honestly the wave of the future. I think that, you know, this is how the mortgage industry will transact in the future. Um, But as it remains, there's not a lot of players doing this right now. And in in my market, we're the only player. So that is something that I'm really leaning into. Mm. So if I'm a first time home buyer, I can make a cash offer with your program, right? Yeah, let me let me tell a story. So, you know, I have a client, first time home buyer in her 50s, sweet, sweet woman, never thought that she could buy. She had some life events occur that she said, you know what, this is a goal that I've always wanted to have, and I've never even tried to attempt it. Mm. So, you know, took her application, um, wonderful woman, and was able to tell her, hey, you're looking great, like you qualify. Um, now, she's a veteran. And I've got a, I've got a, a heart for veterans, you know, want to, want to help our veterans in any way that we can. And, and as an organization, we love our veterans and, and on a practical way, you know, we are able to do so. So for our veterans, we can utilize the cash program. So I talked about the program and said, well, listen, you're putting zero down and the market in the area, the neighborhood specifically, she wanted to be in a very specific neighborhood. Um, it's, it's an active adult community and, Every single time, it's specifically, actually, we're dealing with cash offers oftentimes in that community because you're dealing with an older demographic for people that oftentimes are downsizing, they're selling their home and moving in. And so they're coming with cash or very large down payments. Mm. So how is my client, who's a first-time home buyer, who has no real asset, who's putting zero down payment down, how is she going to compete with, with, with multiple offers? And, and, and you don't want to burst someone's bubble, and so I didn't. But the reality is, it's pretty abysmal, especially in a market like this. Well, first time we wrote an offer, because we used our cash program, we got ratified. Um, and, and I was able to talk and coach the, the listing agent through that because you know there was a little misunderstanding of how that works and is this really cash and how does that work? But um, great opportunity to educate both buyer and listing agent. Now they're both believers mm-hmm. and, and in the product. And my client is living in her home, you know, first time home buyer, first offer wow. cash deal. This just happened two weeks ago. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's real. That's, that's what we're doing. You're making these, these dreams turn into realities for, for everyday people, right? These aren't just seasoned investors. These aren't people that are landlords looking to expand their portfolio. Like guys, if you're listening to this guys and gals, if you are still renting and you think, oh my gosh, I need all of this money to, to put down to, to just get into a home, like you need to really do your research. You owe yourself, you know, and your future self where you're able to pay it forward for yourself to do the research, to do the homework and connect with people like Nathan. Um, now the buy now, sell later, tell us how that works and yeah. how that's different from the cash offer and how your clients are utilizing that. So if the cash offer isn't exciting enough, 
the buy now, sell later is even more exciting. Um, again, whether I'm talking to a client, whether I'm talking to a realtor or a loan officer, it just solves a, a major, major problem. So, you know, one of the most common problems that I'm, I'm encountering from listing agents from, or, or just real estate agents in general is it's inventory. There's not enough houses on the market to sell, to represent, to buy. And, and so I ask them, you know, do you ever encounter situations where clients would like to sell, right? Maybe it's time to move on. They're looking for an upgrade. The house that they're in is too small. You know, COVID suddenly made houses too small because they were no longer out outside. They're now inside and they needed more space or, or it's just later in life. It's time to upgrade. Family's growing. There's, there's so many reasons. People I mean, are working are, from home and they need a little office space. Exactly. Yeah. You know, these are, these are normal things. But the, the number one problem that I've encountered, uh, the, the, the hesitation why sellers won't list right now is because they're scared, where are they going to go? Everyone's telling them there's no houses to buy. So if they put their house on the market, where are they going to go? That's, that's mm-hmm. been the number one complaint. And so this, this product solves that problem. So I'm able to tell the, to the agent if they're trying to get a new listing or I'm able to tell the client, listen, um, that's a very fair point let's look for the house first. Let's see if that house actually exists. Like, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe there isn't a better house out there. Let's, let's see if that's true. Mm. And, and, but if you do find that house, you need to be able to act. And so they'll say, well, yeah, that's the problem. We can't act, you know? So they might say, well, look, you know, we, life has, has gotten to us and we just don't have a lot of savings. I mean, our house has gone up exponentially. We have all this equity in our home, but we don't have a lot of savings. You know, the economy has been bad. Inflation is up. You know, our savings account has diminished. Like we don't have money. And so again, it's like, I hear you. Problem solved. We're going to take the equity from your home and we're going to put that into the next. And they say, well, yeah, but isn't that the issue, right? I need to sell my house in order to buy the new one. So that's the problem. My agent's telling me we'll never get under contract if I have to sell my house first. And, and that's a fair point. And again, problem solved because we're going to, we're going to find your house first. We're going to buy it for you in cash. So again, cash offer top of the food chain, and then we'll solve your issue of selling your house and taking that equity. So it's, it's truly an incredible product. I mean, every time I talk about it with someone, there's not, there's not anyone that's saying that this isn't a great product. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of like details of like, how does it work? And so there, it, it, it creates a, a big discussion there, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I have a recent example again. Um, I, I love telling this story because I just feel like it's just so, so real. So I have a client in DC and, uh, she's a single mother. Uh, she has a 10 year old son and in her situation was she had a great job. Again, no savings had great equity in her home. She lived in a condo and it was time to upgrade. Um, so that, that therein was a lot of the problems. Um, but where are we going to go? And she didn't want to list her house for sale until she knew that she could find something. But again, how is a realtor going to sell that? Um, mm-hmm. and, and then she added a whole different layer of complexity and it was, well, listen, my son's father is within walking distance of our current home. And it's very important to me that that continues to be the case. So not only do we need to find my dream home, 
not only do I have virtually no money, but you have to find a house within walking distance in this very limited inventory market so that my son can continue to be able to walk to his father's house. Mm. So the agent kind of came to me like, um, is this something where that program would work? Like, how does this work? So, you know, again, not a lot of understanding of the product, but just new enough to say, just raise the hand and say, Hey, does, does this fit? This is the perfect solve. Within three weeks, she was under contract for her new home. Within three weeks of that, she moved into new, her new home. It was a cash, cash offer. She moved right in. And within mm, a month and a half from moving into her new home, she's under contract uh, to sell her condo. Wow. So, I mean, she's just absolutely besides herself. Wow. I mean, it was the dream come true. The agent is a total believer. You know, he, we were able to generate probably almost $30,000 in commissions between the listing and uh, the purchase on the new property just for him. That was a commission that probably never would have happened without this product. So, um, yeah, I mean, if that story doesn't say it, boy, oh well. boy, oh my gosh, you know, and you don't hear that, right? You don't hear about that happening, getting to check off all of those three boxes. And that client is now a major raving fan who's going to go tell all their friends and family, and it's going to be a beautiful law of reciprocity, right? Continuing to come back. That's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. Now, when we talk about spreading the word of this, right? Because a lot of loan officers are like, I'm one person and I can only have so many conversations in a day. One thing I really have embraced and also I'm, I'm really proud of is that the cash, the cash to Keys mastermind event that we've hosted for realtors across the nation. As a company, we do these on a monthly basis. Now, you can invite your realtors to these classes and they're able to learn from our experts, our team of specialists who, you know, Nathan's not the only one behind the scenes orchestrating this. There's subject matter experts that are in charge of very specific roles in getting basically from app to close. Now, when you have someone that is interested in this, Nathan, like, Tell us about this team and the staff members and kind of like a quick snapshot. Like who do you have behind the scenes helping you get these deals closed? Yeah. So, you know, whether you're a loan officer that, you know, is very seasoned, understands this, can talk very confidently about how it works, or whether you're a brand new loan officer and, and just jumping into this for the very first time. I mean, we've got an amazing team, a dedicated department that is solely focused on these two programs. So uh, it's, it operates very much like kind of like a concierge service, right? Where basically we can just bridge the gap, make the connection. And, uh, and we've got these home purchase coordinators that can explain, you know, all the details down to the granular, the contract, how to write the contract, mm -hmm. you know, to, to the basic questions, like, what do you mean this is cash? Like, how does that work? Like, do I write cash on the contract? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, it's really that simple. Um, you know, again, I think sometimes these concepts, because it's so foreign, it's like, I just don't understand. And so having a dedicated team to be able to speak to those things, because that's all they talk about day in and day out definitely is, is a great support system for, uh, for all of us. We had, and guys, like 
I couldn't believe this. Yesterday at our all company sales meeting, we had 175 realtors attend who have never done a single transaction with an Annie Mac loan officer before who raised their hands and said, Hey, I want in. I want to meet one of the Annie Mac loan officers in my local area. So not only are we able to bring this platform to the community, to our buyers, to our real estate agents, but we're also bringing hand-raising, raving fan realtors that are already sold who are like, hey, I need this. So that's the kind of revolution we're talking about. I often say, you know, taking it from that block, the blockbuster mindset to Netflix, right? Where we've seen such a shift and it's continuing to evolve and we can't get left behind. We have to put ourselves in front of the pendulum before it actually swings. Um, it's really exciting. And I just, I love your level of professionalism, Nate. You know, you and I have become friends at this point and I've seen your family grow, right? Father of four. I look at you and Mercedes and I'm like, goals number one. Number two, I want to just sit at your dinner table and pick your brains for hours on homeschooling and all the all the foundations and principles that you guys have built within your within your home. Um, what's one thing that you're doing to you know really make sure that you are centering yourself in a world of chaos sometimes that a lot of uncontrollables, a lot of things that are either flying in our direction. It feels like we're playing defense sometimes versus offense. Like, what's one thing that you do to center yourself um, that helps you really stay driven and focused and just peaceful? Yeah, so that's an easy one. I mean, I think that you know we're we're not, none of us are immune, you know, to to this environment, um, and and so maybe right now. For anybody who's in this industry, whether you're a realtor, title rep, uh, insurance agent, I'm actually, I don't think insurance is, is too affected by this, but um, clients trying to buy, clients trying to sell, loan officers, I mean, we're all kind of in this together right now. And so, yeah, you know, if someone asks, how are you doing? How's your business? Are you making more money than you ever had before? I would say, no, I mean, mark, market's down, like our production's down, um, but on a daily basis, you know, what I do to kind of center is I, I just, I just read the Bible. Um, you know, for me, that's kind of the anchor. Um, so whenever you start to, you know, just start to lose focus, I think, you know, if you have these foundational principles that you can always just go back to, um, that's, that's the centering piece. Um, so, you know, on a very general level, like why the Bible? Well, there's a lot of practical reasons, but, you know, it really comes down to gratitude. I think, you know, it helps you to kind of gain perspective uh, to, to, to know, hey, you know what, we're all subject to, to trials, right? It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, good things happen to bad people, bad things happen to good people. Um, you know, it's just, it's just the way of life. And so it's just how do you handle those situations when you come? And so it's, again, just having that foundational piece it's kind of like the road, the road, the roadmap to life um, mm-hmm. is, is kind of how I look at it. And uh, but yeah, I mean, some days I, I just wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I'm not feeling too good. And and so it's it's about just centering yourself in that way mm-hmm. for me. It's important for us all too to realize like everyone's like that. It doesn't matter how much money you make, how successful you are, the things that you have, the village around you. Like you're going to wake up on the wrong side of the bed some days. And it's not that you're abnormal. It's not that it's 
we're not, as humans, we're not immune to that. And I think that's so important for people to remember and what to do when you have those bad days and the voices in your head and continuing to blast through that. Um, recently, a theme in my household has been God's rejection is his redirection. And you have to follow the compass and embrace the stalling because when you don't get that answer you want or you don't get an answer at all, right? And you're just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to keep sitting here and waiting. And that waiting period can feel like hours and days and months and years. And But that's where the magic's really happening. We're not meant to know what's happening in that moment. We're only, and sometimes very rarely do we find out after the fact why we had to stall. And and I just journaled about this this morning. Like sometimes you have to look back and that's when it makes sense. So embracing that season and whether it be a dry season, whether it be a season of of so much fruit falling into your lap, um, you got to celebrate them all. So I love your mindset, Nate, and continuing to lead your team as a branch manager. You're not just an originator for yourself. You have a team to look after who's all, who also have families that they need to provide for. And I know you take that responsibility very deeply and, and sincerely. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch with you and they want to pick your brain on either the two programs we talked about today um, – how to build their social media presence up since you guys are doing it so well. We shared how to follow you, but what's the best way to get in contact with you? Um, m- multiple ways. So whether it's email, whether it's text, whether it's a DM on social media, um, whether it's just picking up the phone and calling or popping into our office if, if you're local, um, you know, we're, we're, you know, around the clock, pretty much ready and willing and, and available for, for conversations. You know, we're, I would say our branch specifically is very uh, relationship driven. So we really enjoy, you know, having interactions. And so whenever possible, having a face to face. And so, you know, even if we're cross state boundaries, being able to have like a zoom style meeting, uh, you know, where we can do video, I always encourage that because again, it's, there's, there's a lot to be learned, you know, in the things that we don't necessarily say. Um, and so I, I learn a lot, you know, just by observing and watching and listening and asking questions. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways to reach me. What's your phone number? That way we can share it. Sure. It's uh, 240-529-5786. There we go, folks. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with your friends, your family, anybody that is in need of, you know, either buying a home, a seat of inspiration, um, Come back and share with us what you learned. Um, reach out to us, whether it's through at Real Estate Wealth Creators, through Closing Deals and Heels podcast. Um, we appreciate your energy because it fuels us to keep doing what we're doing. Um, make sure you tune in to our previous episodes. Um, we've got meditations in store for you. We have multiple different interviews with different leadership styles and fields. Um, So something for every different type of person. So have a beautiful day. Thank you for being here. Until next time on Closing Deals in Heels. Bye guys. I will act now. The now is right on time and the now is all we have. Thank you for being present on Closing Deals in Heels podcast today. I am your host, Kelsey Suarez. 
Today, I remind you in this life, we are building castles, not tents. I want to hear from you. Follow and message me on Instagram at closing deals and heels with underscores between each word. If you are a mortgage loan officer or branch manager looking for a coaching consultation call on business growth or recruiting team building support, or maybe you're a home buyer looking to build your wealth through real estate, or maybe you're focused on revamping your social media and you want to go to the next level, go to my bio and click set up consultation call. You walk with the divine. You carry that fire to ignite your purpose. Give yourself grace and do one thing today that will bring you closer to your wildest dreams. Darling, you belong here. Sending you peace and eternal love.